Welcome back to Cool Vibes. I got Maya here. What do you do? I am a dancer and event gatherer, promoter, kind of. So I kind of put together local shows and concerts and promote them and do what I can to mm -hmm. get the word out. Are you allergic to cats? I am not. I actually have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I love cats. What do you, well, what type of events? Um, like last summer I did kind of a, like a stripper stoner party. So it was basically, it's called the hot box and it was just like a bunch of strippers and a house party where you could smoke weed and stuff. So just kind of events like that, local like shows with musicians and stuff like that. Ooh, that's lit. Well, you smoke, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Come on now. But, um, when did you start smoking? I started smoking when I was like 16. 16? Yeah. Oh, shit, same age. Yeah, so Whoa. I was like young. Yeah, same age. <laughs> I think I started smoking daily when I was like 18 or 19. So 18. I think I smoked weed every day since I was like 19. Right out of high school, you were like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, lit. Yeah, when did you start uh, stripping? Um, about four years ago, right after I turned 21. Ooh. Like probably a week after I turned 21. Like a week after? Yeah. Wait. It was like 18 to start. Or it's 18 to start. Eight. So like in certain clubs, you can be 18, and they'll just have you in a certain area where like you don't walk the floor because there's alcohol, and you can just sell dances and go on stage, but you can't actually like talk to people unless you're in a certain area. But once you're past um, 21, you can walk the whole floor and do whatever. What? How long did it take you to get pole dancing down? Or obviously like there's pros out there There's yeah like pros and pros but how long did it take you to get to the level you're at now i would say it took me probably like the whole four years i've been years. dancing you're still learning yeah i feel like mm. i still don't know how to do a whole lot of things that i want to do i got into a car accident in the end of 2020 and that kind of like messed me up because i wasn't able to pull dance and i lost a lot of like strength and tricks that i had before so i've been kind of like getting that strength back and then trying to relearn things and learn them the correct way because during quarantine I had a pole at home so I was teaching myself a lot of stuff and like sometimes you can still just mess up your body not learning how to do things the correct way. Makes sense. Oh my gosh. Wow. So did that, which, which one affected you more? Having a kid or that, that event happened? That event happening because I didn't start oh, dancing until after I had my daughter. Oh, okay. yeah, she was born in November and then I started dancing in January. In June. So she was like four months old. Four months. Yeah. Wait, now, now she's now four. she's um she's gonna be four this year. She's gonna be four this year. Yeah. Yo, what what if your your daughter later on <laughs> says, "Mom, I want to get into stripping." What would your reaction be? I feel like I would just want to give her like the actual pros and cons of it because a lot of people think you're just like pretty and make money and people just like give you money because you're pretty and stuff and that's really not what it is at all mm -hmm. like you have to deal with a lot of rude people and just entitled people and just the management and other girls can be really rude sometimes so I would really actually show her the pros and cons and like it's a great way to build up like into a better career or save money and stuff if you have the kind of personality and skin to handle it. Mm. What type of personality do you have to have in order to become a stripper? I think you have to like have a personality where you can actually talk to people and know how to talk to people and carry a conversation and actually be like a genuine listener. Like a lot of people will ask, 
small talk questions, but not actually like listen and engage. So like you can tell they're not genuine by the way you talk to them. Mm. So I think it's just like having tough skin and actually like a genuine personality. Good. Honestly, so when dealing with with certain clients, like who do you go after? Like I had a stripper on here before, and she says she she looks for like clean shirt, like clean outfit. I and usually then, look like, like the one. same, like same clean same. shirt, like clean outfit, outfit like how they're interacting with the bartender. Mm. Usually, like are they treating them with respect and like actually being nice to everyone in the building? I usually I've noticed I don't do well with like customers my age I guess for some reason so I usually go for like older customers <laughs> why why is that um I don't know I, I still haven't figured it out <laughs> maybe because they like have their shit in order I, don't I think know. I'm a little intimidating sometimes really that's what I've been told that you I have can, strong eye contact I can come off uh, as intimidating you so. notice that right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> that's good though good eye contact I've worked on it for a while so I mean, being okay, so so being on the actually with with just being a stripper, what's the most you made in one night? The most I made in one night is probably like I want to say between like sixteen hundred and two thousand. Sixteen to two thousand. Yeah, and that was a very. I don't want to say lucky, but like it is kind of luck sometimes when you have nights like that in Portland. At what? At what? Uh, super. Uh, Clubs and Rock. Clubs and Rock. Well, yeah. I haven't heard of that before. So it's on Northeast Gleason. Yeah, it's one of the like older ones. Mm. They used to have one downtown that closed down, but they have really good food. Ooh. And it's very. Okay. It's, a, it's a vibe in there. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's different. <laughs> What type of music do you play while like on the stage? Um, like right now where I dance at Casa Diablo, they pick my music for me. So mm. I kind of I like to dance more like rap and pop, and there I'm a little more subjected to like what's okay. kind of the crowd likes for the night. But I usually like to dance to like rap and pop music. Ooh, top three songs. Uh, Hundred Shots by Young Dolph, Anything by Tory Lanez. And anything by Migos probably. Migos. Just like actual like turn up music. Turn up music, yeah. turn up shit, yeah. I fuck with that. Oh yeah. What um from from stripping, what got you into OnlyFans? Um quarantine. Quarantine. Like, uh, having to be in the house, yeah. Mm, so actually, I mean, what made you decide, yo, like I just want to become like an OnlyFans or like what, what what was that process like? It was kind of like I'm the kind of person that like does a lot of research, so like I'm gonna go on Google and like look what I'm looking for and type in like Reddit, Twitter, like read other people's like opinions and experiences on like what they've done and stuff. So it was a lot of like kind of doing my own research, like talking to people that have OnlyFans and being like, okay, what's the kind of like pros and cons of this? I used to do camming, so I'm not like. I'm used to having my content on the internet so it was kind of just like the learning curve of figuring it out and kind of learning everything about it I've been with this cam girl there's something about them like I don't know what it is but they they know they know moves <laughs> holy shit honestly I feel like it takes like practice to like be comfortable with yourself like in your room by yourself with people watching you and not 
feel weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's a different, it's different than being at the club and like a room full of people that are like physically there. You kind of have to learn how to like still entertain people when you're like the only person there. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, it's sort of like, sort of like how rappers do it. They're on stage, they're, they're like rapping. Exactly. Like, but instead of using music, you're using your, your movement and your, exactly, your voice, yeah. the way you talk. It's, you can kind of figure out usually like if you don't have like a kind of like a pull trick or some kind of routine down that like it's pretty hard to like have that time on stage and just in front of people and like figure out what to do like if you kind of don't really know what you're doing on the pole or like how you're going to dance you kind of get caught up in your head pretty quickly and i feel like robert's probably do the same thing on stage and stuff like you have to have some kind of plan mm. Are you dating someone? Yes. My boyfriend is actually a rapper. A rapper? Yeah. Oh, shit. How long have you guys been together? We've been together for almost two years. Almost two years? Yeah. I mean, and two years in January, February. Kid. That's, that's you guys' kid? No. Uh, I had her before I got with him. Before? Yeah. So he is her stepdad, stepdad. and they are best friends. That's it's stupid. <laughs> How does your boyfriend feel about you like stripping and doing homeless? Honestly, like, my daughter's dad was super unsupportive and, like, rude about it, and my boyfriend is really supportive and, like, helpful. Like, he will wash my work outfits, he'll make sure I get to work on time, he'll, like, hold the camera for me if I need him to. Like, he's really supportive and just seeing that, like, I'm working, I'm trying to get my money. I obviously, like, have an asset that I figured out how to use, mm-hmm. so, like, he's very supportive about just letting me be me like do what I want with work. Plus, don't you find it isn't a part of it fun? It is because like I mean he's a rapper so like doing music videos and stuff like being able to be in his music videos and like I know what I'm doing and like know how to dance and stuff and like I get to portray myself in a nice way and like Mm -hmm. it's just nice also being with someone who like understands my job and I feel like I understand their job a little bit. It's nice because a lot of people don't really understand that like what it's like to actually be on stage and like perform in certain things and stuff like that. So you guys really connect in that area? Yeah, wow. it's really nice. Do you guys make contact to content together? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? Yeah. Okay. So I always want to be mindful of like when he blows up. I'm like, I don't know if you want to have like videos out there in like 10 years that you didn't want people to find and stuff like that. Because I personally don't care. Mm, I mean, for rappers, I mean, some rappers don't really give a shit, but yeah. I feel like if you're like a like trying to become the next president, then you have a fucking yeah. OnlyFans video out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably not it. But no, I know a lot of people who have like done OnlyFans or stuff like that for a little bit, and then they try and get something a little bit better, and then they like scrub the whole internet of everything just because they want to actually have that opportunity and not have like sex work cloud in anyone's judgment. It is possible. There's this chick I forget her name, but she. She has like these people working for her that search up certain uh, content that she made way back. Yeah. And they just like get rid of it. Yeah. It's, there's usually like services and stuff you can pay or like people just do it themselves. But like, even I'll just go on Google sometimes and like type in my name and make sure there's nothing that I didn't post out there or like leaked. Wow. I mean, truthfully, luckily you have a girl, not a boy. Because I feel like, like, more like, if someone found your OnlyFans and went to like your 
your kid's school mm-hmm. and just like showed him it. It's like, dude, your mom's like on OnlyFans doing all this shit. And see, but, that's what I hate about this generation. I remember mm-hmm. going to school when I was younger and like that wasn't an insult you were gonna like <laughs> use against other kids. That's just facts. like your mom's yeah, on OnlyFans. Like, like, like what, what was OnlyFans back then? Exactly. So like, I don't know. I also like. I raised my daughter by myself for a couple of years, like before being with my boyfriend and stuff and kind of the situation I have now. So it's like, I've raised her to be really independent and like, I just know growing up, she's gonna realize like, I'm just working and there's a lot of different ways of working and there's nothing wrong with what I do. Like, I essentially just dance and tell jokes to people. It's facts. I think strippers make the world go around. Exactly. Like everyone's private therapist. I feel like Portland's secret keeper sometimes. Like, I know everyone's secret. secret. Yo, what, what type of clients have, have, like, came to you? Have, like, been at the strip club and we're just like, yo, like, I feel like you get a I've had a lot of, of different, I've had, like, landlords, like, people who own businesses and oh, stuff shit. like that. And kind of just a variety, like, people from out of town. I had one customer last year who, like, did woodwork at Walt Disney so like he worked on the original theater chairs from like Walt Disney's personal theater room or something like that and like it was a really long story to listen to but it was really interesting like you meet cool people (laughs) do you okay so do you really like listen to people's stories when you try you try okay I really try because it's like I can't respond if I didn't actually listen Mm. and it's like if I want people to listen to me, then like I should listen to them, you know. So I try and give that mutual respect back. But I feel like the thing is, like most strippers, like yeah, they want like a quality conversation. Like, yeah. They want to connect with a person. Well, not all, but yeah. they're trying to like, have that certain connection to where it's not like, you know, it's not like just oh, I'm here, give me your fucking money. It's like exactly. I, if a stripper came up to me and just said, give me your fucking money, I'd be like, hell no. I'm gonna but be if she, like actually start a conversation. Exactly. And, like, talked. It'd be a little easier. Exactly. And I think that's what some people don't realize also, like, getting into this freshly. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, talk to people and, like, make them feel comfortable. Like, I tell people about, like, my daughter and, like, my pets and stuff and, like, have actual conversations. Like, I tell people about, like, my hobbies and stuff before I even, like, try and take them for a dance because it's, like, you don't want to go back there with someone you don't know. Some people are probably already just, like, Fuck yeah, take money. Oh, oh yeah, no. Like that, Last right? weekend, I actually yeah. saw two guys go up to like where people buy dances, and it was just them. They didn't have a dancer with them, and they just knew they wanted lap dances, and they expected the guy to like go find them. They weren't even looking for their own girl. Wow. Yeah, it was. I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> there was this uh, this girl I interviewed, I think a couple of days ago. She said someone came up to her in the club. She's not a stripper. Someone came up to her in the club and said, "How much?" Just like to, you know, that's like sex common. That's very, very often. How do you respond to that? Um, usually I'll tell people like a million dollars or just like some crazy number, and then I'll kind of like throw them off. Or sometimes people get like irritated, which is weird. Or like we'll bring up that like someone else in that like building did it for that price, like whatever offering. Which is like, all right, then go hang out with them because it's kind of just like. People are weird about it sometimes, I feel like. I don't know how I'd respond. It's like... I'm like, you already got a lot of courage to even ask that. Yeah, like, I mean, there should be like a... Like a... Oh, actually, I heard Golden Dragon, they do that there. 
There, so I worked at Golden Dragon for like a couple hours because I really, I worked there a couple years ago before COVID and I really just, I didn't like it because it's a lot of young customers and I don't do well with them and kind of navigating everything, but they have a kind of set up like that at Golden Dragon. Mm, I don't know. It's like so you she, can, like, for real. You have for a couch real. right here where you can sit and do whatever, but there's mm. like an invisible line in the room you like don't cross. Mm. That's what they explained to me. So I don't know how things can work there, but that's what I was told when I got hired. Honestly, I don't know. If some clubs do it, then I guess it makes sense why they're like asking, oh, this strip club did it. I wonder if this strip club did it. But then it's just like, you gotta go back to the yeah, strip club that did it. Is the fine. only thing that I think. Word. Like, what up, what up? You know something? Yes, sir. What um, your best client experience? Um, What's your best client experience? I had a customer who used to come see me pretty often when I used to work at Stin Rock, and like he was just a really nice guy. He was just really nice to talk to. He had a really like easygoing personality, and like we would just sit there and talk, and he'd eat his dinner, and he would buy me dinner, and then like buy drinks for me, and buy drinks for like all the other dancers and like actually make them feel included and then usually just like give me a large amount of money and leave so i never really had to like do anything and also like he was just a nice person like i never felt like i owed him anything and like it was just a it's rare that you have a customer you actually enjoy talking to and like enjoy their personality like i would come home and tell my boyfriend like oh i saw him today like this is what we talked about and like my boyfriend would make jokes about him and stuff so like even my boyfriend started to like him for a while. But um, wow, creating that connection with the client, like how far, how far does it go? Because honestly, okay, so let me let me uh, let me backtrack. I'm basically saying like um, not how far do you go with the clients, but mm -hmm. like basically yeah yeah. I think it's like, clients, like more usually, business or like more business like i feel like they're like friends that is mm. like it's mutually beneficial because it's like you help me and you understand where you met me and what my job is so like obviously you would help me financially and like i'm helping you by giving you company and a genuine experience and like if you have something you want to talk about that you don't feel comfortable like actually talking to the people in your life or whatever like i'm providing that for you so it's a mutual mutually beneficial relationship that kind of that's how I see it like I try not to like just see everyone as like old men with money because that kind of clouds that's what you for <laughs> old men with money <laughs> I try not to see them like that but I it's a little that's, that's what <laughs> have you ever had a sugar daddy? I have uh, how was that? it was nice I think I'm just not very I'm not good at giving emotional energy for a long period of time did you have to do anything? Nope. Nothing? You nope. Just, wow. That was one of the best times I used to go over and just drink the Casamigos out of his mini fridge and hit my vape and watch friends. But being around for how long? Just for a couple hours. No, I'm talking about like uh oh, years, for months. maybe like six months. Six months? Yeah. I just get irritated, I think. Not irritated, but I'm trying to think of how to word it. Like my emotional energy runs out so like the little things that don't bother me kind of start to bother me i guess like things i can look past like if you're like kind of homophobic or like 
I don't know, things like that. It gets to a point where I'm like, oh, I can't put up with this anymore. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. Wow, just being around that certain energy, especially since it's more for cash. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, I'm not going to let anyone say actually, like, horrible things or, like, horrible things to me for money, but it's more like when you, like, have older customers and then you realize, like, the older generation, the kind of way they were brought up and the way they think and stuff like that and trying to excuse it just a little bit for lack of a better term and then just kind of realizing racism. Is that I've, I've had some bit. people that are racist and yeah. it's like they say they're not racist because mm. it's like how they grew up but they don't realize some of the comments they're making are still racist like so it's like things like that and it's just I eventually run up to a point where I'm like you know what I can't teach you not to say these things mm. And I can't put up with any it anymore. So six months, wow, bravo, thank you. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the? Has anyone asked for like anything outrageous? Like, hey, do this for this certain amount of money. Like, has anyone said like they saw me or like fucking whip or whatever? Nothing like nothing that, like that actually. I've had people who like want me to step on them step and like on? my heels Oof. and stuff like that. What the yeah, f- on their balls or yeah. Oh. And that's why I'm like. <laughs> I'm thankful I'm getting paid for it. I used to do it for like a hundred dollars a song. Oh, you and that was back before you COVID. Did it to them. Yeah, that was before COVID, so a hundred dollars was a little bit more back then. <laughs> so that's I think the weirdest thing I've probably had though, like nothing. I get people with like foot fetishes and stuff, but they're really not that weird. They just want to rub your feet, and that's actually like really nice when you wear like eight inch heels for work. Foot massage. Yeah. Like it's actually nice to get paid for someone to give you a foot massage like i usually have to pay for it Mm, yo Yo, your lifestyle sounds pretty fucking lit it's nice besides you get like the drunk people who Mm. rant and are weird and Mm. things like that Uh, i heard i heard that's that's where that's where a lot of like the the females that interview that's what they say it's like once they start getting a little drunk they start to get more brave Oh, yeah, they definitely get their liquid courage. See? Yeah. Like, I've seen people really kind of switch up through the night after drinking. And it's, like, crazy. The club I work at now is definitely, like, if you go on Google and you search strip clubs in Portland, Casa's the first one that comes up. So you get a lot of people who are out of town. It's their bachelor party or they're in Portland for the weekend and they're really laying loose because they haven't done it for a while. So you get more of those drunk things. I saw these guys last summer and they were fighting about who had more money and like trying to show it to each other and they were both drunk and just like oh if you have money like that then go give it to her and the other guy's like don't tell me what to do with my money and it ended up turning into a physical like fist fight over this they both got kicked out but it's just the stupid drunk things that people do it just seems egotistical it really is people's egos really show in there it's classy yeah like people will go in and they don't want to pay fifty dollars for a dance, but their drink tab is a hundred and fifty, and that sucks. They want people to talk to them for free or just yeah. like sit at the stage and tip two single dollars. I don't drink anymore. Do you? Um, I'm actually cutting back for the month of August. Back. I'm having a dry August, or whatever they call it. Oh, uh, <laughs> so whatever. I do like to drink. I just it's when my stomach's starting to hurt. I'm getting tired uh-huh. of it. What do you mean? Like, just too much? I think, like, 
I used to drink when I was like 16 and stuff like that. So like, I feel like drinking and partying younger now that I'm like 24, I'm at the point where I'm like, I just want to smoke weed and lay in bed and go to work. Like I'm kind of, I've already done everything. I'm out of the party vibe. I mean, do you, do you smoke before going on stage? Yeah. You do? Yeah. So I've smoked before I went to work and that's usually, it's hel it helped a lot when I first started dancing, like taking away that anxiety. So now it's just like habit. You ever done it sober? I think I have, and I think I hated it. I think I ended up going home early. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think my tolerance and patience was not there. Oh, wow. It's just a lot of people's energies that you're dealing mm. with, like the customers and then other girls and management and people have their own moods and stuff and a lot of energies to deal with. Yeah. What what type of girls do you deal with in this room? Like it's probably a, like a chill environment. Or it's is, really is it chill. Like, like I haven't had since before COVID. Honestly, I haven't really worked anywhere that like girls are really like catty with each other or rude. Like I've never. I had someone steal my car keys one time on accident oh. when they were drunk, but. They put him back in the dressing room and didn't like tell me so I just like found them and yeah that was a whole thing but like I've never had anyone actually like steal my outfits like or like any fights or anything like that no one's ever come and like yelled at me like everyone I've worked with has always been pretty nice I heard uh like with models like super top models or mm -hmm. whatever so like before they go on the runway some of them are like total bitches like they uh I heard a story like someone cut um like another chick's heel, some chick cut another chick's heel, and that's then glued so it, glued it back together, oh. and glued it back together. And remember, she was walking on stage, she's like, dude, that like, sounds horrible. Yeah, I mean, if they do that on like the, the like modeling and everything, I thought they would have done it on like strip clubs. Yeah. No, wow. Usually in strip clubs, I've heard stories of like people getting like their money stolen or oh, like, like their bags trashed, like the bags they bring from home. Mm. I've heard like really bad stories of like some girl peeing in another girl's bag and like stupid stuff like that but usually that's like the craziest thing i think i've heard like people like trip someone but like nothing super crazy i feel like no one's like decapitating anyone's heel <laughs> wow what about um with with only fans do you make only boy boy girl content or girl like boy girl, girl content boy girl? solo content so, so i think that's pretty much all I'm going to branch into at this point because it's a lot to manage. It's a lot having an OnlyFans, like making content, editing it, talking to people, promoting it. How long does that whole process take? Like, let's say you film a video, mm -hmm. the editing, the promoting, talking to people, how long does it all take? Um, the talking to people is kind of like a constant thing, like subscribers and stuff like that. I feel like I say it probably with like making a video and editing it and then like putting in the time to promote it and like figure out the best way to promote it is like five, six hours and then maybe I'll spend like an hour or two promoting it on like every platform I have and then just wait for a little bit and then like go back to promoting it or just like answering stuff on those other platforms. and. I get how it is. Yeah, it's a lot. 
But five hours, I'm watching nine. I'm very picky about <laughs> things. Oh, so that I'm makes like, sense. I'm like editing the video and then I'm like making like gifts for mm -hmm. Reddit or just like cutting things down to make them shorter or kind of things like that. I just say it's, fuck it. See, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not picky. with the editing shit. I mean, I, I will edit if someone says, hey, like, I said this, I didn't really hear you say it, can you edit it out? I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll edit See, that, it out. that's the nice thing to do. See, yeah. But. I'm very, like, picky, I think, just because, like, when I started doing it, I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to have it on there, like, what if it gets leaked? Like, I wanted to look uh, oh, good. Oh, I mean, your stuff is way like, different. Yeah, and it's also having my link on my Instagram and just, like, I guess having, like, people with OnlyFans, there's a lot of, like, anonymity. I can't even say that word. With the customers, so, like, I don't actually know who's subscribing to my OnlyFans. Mm. It can say like a name or something like that, or like it could be someone I know and like all that stuff. So I also just try and like, I guess have the stuff on there looking nice because if they're gonna like leak it and stuff or like try and talk shit, I wanna make sure, no, you can't talk shit about this. I made sure my content looks good. Right, good shit. <laughs> wow, and content five fucking hours. I still can't believe that, like holy it's like taking pictures, like going through the pictures. Mm. I like look in the back because like OnlyFans is weird. Like sometimes I've had pictures of like if my dog is accidentally in like the background of something, like they're gonna delete that. It's stupid. Oh, I heard putting your uh, link on on Instagram mm -hmm. might get your Instagram deleted. So I had two Instagrams originally. I had like the one I have now, and then one that was just for my dancing. And I had my OnlyFans link in the bio, and they deleted it and didn't tell me at all so I have like a like link that links to all of the links I have like my TikTok and Cash App and OnlyFans and that's supposed to be the safer way to do it. I've never gotten like a warning from Instagram mm -hmm. that they're going to mess with my account so and I'm very careful about what I post so. I mean I saw I've heard of a lot of girls getting their Instagram deleted because of that. Yeah, I've had a lot of friends who have lost their Instagram and they're on their like fourth or fifth year yeah, trying to like rebuild. They're like at 50k or 15 and I'm, now they're like, I think I have 2,000 followers and I'm terrified I'm going to get deleted and have to restart. <laughs> like, I can imagine having like 20k followers oh, and then having to just restart. I feel like it, I feel like it might be, I don't know. I'm saying it might be either, but who knows? That's facts. But what about what are, what are the things you enjoy? You have a dog and a cat. Mm, I have a dog and a cat. Smoke weed. I smoke weed. I got my cat last month, so he's still a kitten. So watching him do his kitten things and be a crackhead is really enjoyable. Just running around. Just running around, like watching my dog kind of get used to him, and like my dog will just be sleeping underneath her blanket, and he'll run up and like jump on her, his whole body, and like attack her leg or something, trying to get her to play. Wow, there's um. We had a pit bull over a couple months ago, and it, it was my roommate's pit bull, or it was like my roommate's friend's pit bull, mm -hmm. and he just brought it in. The cat was just chilling there, and the fucking pit bull just attacks the dog. Oh my god. Or the cat. And oh. This fucker got scratched up. Oh, so you're tough. <laughs> Usually, yeah, it's been nice that my kitten hasn't like put claws out or anything. They mm -hmm. play really well. Like, we describe them as Milo Notice because they'll just like. Be playing for hours and i'm having to tell them to stop because they're like starting to annoy me or like mm. play too rough so it's just been like watching him do his kitten antics but i like true crime like going to local events and shows and going on hikes and stuff like that 
Where were you born? What's your upbringing like? I'm born and raised in Portland. Born and raised? Yeah, so I'm from here. Um, I grew up in Beaverton, and then I was actually in foster care when I was 12, from 17. So I lived um, between like Beaverton and Portland. It was weird, but it was it was nice. I had like pretty cool like foster parents and siblings and stuff, and I feel like I was more shown like different cultures and different families like a lot more than other people I guess because I grew up with a lot of different families like I had a lot of people that I could like call mom in a situation so <laughs> that's interesting same here actually I didn't really know my actual like actual mom mm-hmm. but my aunt my aunt was like my my mom yeah. my brother he's like 40 now he was like my dad Damn. so yeah it was it was like a weird situation growing up then but it was normal to me exactly so i just like i don't know i i enjoyed it personally it's like, it a little toxic but yeah it was, it was, it was like nice. i have siblings and stuff but it's like yeah i have like two blood sisters and a brother but like actually i have way more family because i have other people i grew up with and like called my brother and sister so it's nice to feel like i have a little bit more of a family than just like a lot of people what i was given i guess yeah, i grew up around like eight and nine twelve people Around yeah. like a fucking farm, just bunch of people around. That's <laughs> crazy. Then you're never alone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's how I built my social circle, or like yeah. my uh, social skills. Yeah. Like, being a better talker because, like, bro, like, like your cat. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's how Like just having to like, I feel like mesh with a lot of situations too. Like I learned to adapt to a lot of situations and like put myself in things easily because I've seen a lot of things happen, I feel like. <laughs> what's, what's the most interesting thing that you've seen? I know it's like a broad fucking question. But Damn, that is a really broad yeah, question. I, <laughs> I don't know. Recent. Recent? <sighs> you don't know what to say. I really don't no, know. No, I can't no. think of anything. <laughs> I've been like filling my mind with like true crime little true research crime. lately. Mm. So like, yo, I heard that shit fucking loud. I heard like I don't know, but truthfully, if I were to watch true crime all the fucking time, I'd be thinking about like situations and other things that might. Like, I will say it's definitely made me a little more iffy of situations, see, yeah. but like oh, it's so stupid. The other night I couldn't sleep because I was like watching something mm. like true crime related. And I just, it was kind of starting to give me anxiety. And then I just started reading true crime stuff on my phone instead. And that was somehow better. So I feel like it's, I like reading the true crime stuff about like women in like the 1900s. Because it's like, you see how women kind of were back then and how society was. And women back then had to put up with a lot of shit. And usually would just like murder their husbands to get out of it. And in really like precarious ways. And it's just interesting to see because like. In this day and age, you're not doing that. You're just, like, getting divorced. Mm. But, like, a hundred years ago, it was, like, poison, so... Have you ever punched your boyfriend? Nope. Never? No. Nope. You don't do the physical stuff? I don't do the physical no. stuff. I used to play roller derby when I was younger, so I think that's, that's gotten a lot of my... That's the... Like, you, you put on pads and Yeah, the got the elbow pads, knee elbow. pads, the roller skates. Uh, no. I mean, I've seen some videos of that. And yeah. They're usually, like... Big ass girls. I used to feel oh. like a little bigger when I was younger, ah. so that's the only thing. But like, you have like the person in like the front who's kind of like trying to actually score points points for people, 
and then you have like the guards or like the blockers here's like the bigger people like trying to block them so it's like you have two different roles for body types i guess is the best way to put it that sounds fun though but it did get a lot of my aggression out when i was younger to the point where i'm like I don't really yell unless I'm like super angry. Mm. Like I'm, really, I'm not really violent or anything. I feel like it takes you a long time to even get to that point. Yeah, I have to get like really irritated. Mm. Like sometimes I might just like snap if I've already been like sitting there for a minute, but usually I'm like Builds. pretty chill. Yeah. Builds. That's good. I've um I've done boxing. Well, I do boxing here and there, just like, mm -hmm. if I feel that buildup, I just go boxing. I wanted to try boxing. <laughs> I really want to try it. I feel mm -hmm. like that would just be, like, it's not that I don't get angry. I just don't yell or, like, really let it mm -hmm. out, you know? Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like actually go in the fucking ring and, like, get See, I just want to get, like, like a bag that. or something. Yeah, I don't want to fight someone, nah, no like, one-on-one. -on -one. Like, I just want to hit the bag or something. I, I did that shit back in the day. Fucking messed up a rib, my knees messed up, like bro, my whole shit's messed up. So See, that's I'm not gonna go in the fucking game. ring. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. No, I got a concussion when I was uh, like 13, and 13. I like, I lost my peri my peripheral vision for like a month. So I just had like tunnel vision because I got such a bad concussion. So, yeah. <laughs> Rugby. I had a freaking uh, helmet on and everything too. Yeah, this is rough. Similar thing happened to me while, while playing football. It was, dude, we just, the we were just going ham in practice, and then I get hit, and my knee just, yeah. See, was, that's, I was so scared of sports like that growing up, because I was like, I don't want to get hurt, and then I started playing roller derby, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to do soccer or anything like that. They wanted me to play basketball, because I've mm. always been, like, the tallest girl mm. in, like, my class until, like, freshman year. I'm 5'7". Five, 5'7". Seven. Five, seven. So like they wanted me to do basketball and stuff and I was like, no, I don't want to do any of that. And then I think I saw Whip It, the movie, and then I wanted to play roller derby and that was it. All my friends played roller derby. So it was like a little group thing. What? Have you tried shrooms? Hmm? Have you tried shrooms? I love shrooms. Like Dude. psychedelics and oh, all that. Yeah. So I'm like pretty well versed in like microdosing and like shrooms and I'm learning more about acid and kind of microdosing that. There's a lot of like mental health benefits that like I've experienced and I've just seen and read that like I'm really excited for things to be legal and people to actually realize that they work. I heard shrooms are legal now. They're legal and they're supposed to be a dispensary to open, but they're more legal in the sense of like a therapeutic setting. So you can't like actually go into a dispensary and like buying an eighth and trip but you can like go get i've seen like products i guess they're gonna have like chocolate bars that have like certain types of shrooms and stuff but the tripping is supposed to be more in like a therapeutic like a therapeutic setting to kind of i was talking to, stuff i was talking to a girl like a couple days ago she said that it's like therapeutic but she didn't say anything about like um like being able to go to dispensaries and not like I've that, seen like this that one that's supposed to be like the first mushroom dispensary in Oregon. I thought I saw their Instagram like a week ago. Mm. And it's supposed to be like a dispensary you can go into and they're just waiting for their licensing to like fully finish up. But I've heard like we're not going to hear too much about it until next year too. Mm. So I'm kind of waiting until it's like 
there's like a dispensary and like I guess the media actually releases what are the clear freaking guidelines for this. It's kind of like when weed was legalized and everything was really weird for a beginning. For the beginning. Just go in a shop and buy some fucking shoes. I saw this thing on Facebook in Canada. You can go into the dispensary and get like DMT and acid and shrooms. Uh, I need to take a trip to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) It's close by too. Oh, it's only like six hours. Only six hours. That's nothing. Just gotta make sure you can get over the border. That's it. Acid, microdosing, how's that going? Um, it's definitely different than shrooms. Like, when I microdosed shrooms, I felt, like, more energized, but more, like, focused on things. And with acid, it's like, I can't sleep. I actually know why I'm sad about certain things and, like, having to process those things. And I feel like with microdosing shrooms, I wasn't able to hit that level. I was just more, like, motivated to, like, go about my day and, like, focused on the things I was doing but not actually still going through the things that I needed to like go through to like mm, grow. feel better no matter what in the end. Do you feel like you're overcoming mental issues or mental problems? Yeah. So I struggled with like bipolar disorder and anxiety growing up and now I feel like as an adult I've been able to like navigate it and fully understand it and like what actually works for me and be able to like share my story I guess with people who have also struggled with mental illness and stuff because I've been diagnosed bipolar since I was 12 Whoa. I'm 24 shit <laughs> yeah it's a long time but yeah that's good though overcoming it honestly the, the thing that really helps me the most is the gym yeah going to the gym and just like I started playing basketball now mm-hmm. which is just it helps that's one of the reasons I love dancing is even just like being on the pole a lot of people think it's sexual but like it is but still like learning how to do tricks and like challenging yourself and actually getting that exercise just feels like really good plus i feel like do you do you even go to parties anymore i do a little bit bit. but like not as much i kind of have to be in the mood of like all right i want to be outside Mm. like it's very hit or miss I'm a planner, so like I have to know about something a couple days in advance. So I'm like, alright, I'm gonna sit here for a couple days and decide if I want to go or not. <laughs> Honestly, kind of the not really. I'm in the moment. It's like, huh? Do I feel like going to the club tonight? Fuck it, and I'll just go. Or if like I don't feel like it, then I just chill. When I do the in the moment things, it's usually when I'm like a little more like reckless and stuff, and then I'm mm-hmm. out all night. But then I feel like. I set myself up for failure the next day by like sleeping all day and not feeling good and having to like get myself back in my normal mode. So mm-hmm. I've been trying to like not, if I go outside, I get reckless. So I'm trying to stay inside. <laughs> with, with stripping, what's, what's the best thing about it? Um, probably it's given me a lot of confidence and just been very freeing for me like I was really insecure growing up and like not comfortable in my own skin and really let people bother me and now I'm like very confident and like I really believe in myself and usually if people like say something to me I'm like that's a projection of you and not me like I know who I am it's interesting so like a lot of things that like would have hurt my feelings a couple years ago like do not bother me now and like I contributed to dancing because I've had to deal with a lot of energies and 
people like judging me just based off of how I look or just like one thing about me and not actually like who I am as a person. I mean, I guess that's what it is. Honestly, like you, you go to a strip club and then like you see the per like the stripper that you like, and mm-hmm. it's like oh the moves and everything. But then it's like once you like get to talk to them, I feel like that's that's better. I've had a lot of customers tell me that they are like not like they're surprised that I'm like actually really nice or like more by my personality and that like makes them like me more because like they think I'm pretty and then we actually talk for a while and then they realize like so, oh yo like, she can actually hold a conversation yeah like oh she actually has personality <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah honestly it's it's good though what what were you insecure about um i was really insecure about how i looked like i had a lot of acne growing up and used to wear like my glasses i had braces Mm. so i had jaw surgery when i was like 16 because my jaw was too small for my face so i couldn't breathe when i was sleeping so they broke my upper and lower jaw and like extended it out and it my face was really swollen for a couple months and i had like chipmunk cheeks so i was really insecure about that and then like not having the same face that I had was kind of weird. It gives you like a little bit of identity crisis. Makes sense. <laughs> surgery. Ouch. Yeah. So I didn't eat for like months. Everything went in like a blender. It sucked. Ooh. Wow. But with um, do you do you get anything done? Do you have anything done? Like nope. Nope. Nothing. I had like Botox in my lips one time, and that was it. So that's pretty much it. I want to get some stuff done, but I'm kind of what it's weighing out the benefits and like doing that. I want to get my lips done, I think, and just explore more. Like, there's a lot of plastic surgery, a lot of people don't realize it's like plastic surgery. Like, what? Like, you can get like, like threads up here to like have your eyes like be more like lifted and stuff like that and just like oh, make your face look a little younger. younger yeah so but you're 24 that but i've heard you're supposed to start around this age i guess it's more of like a preventative thing so like i also smoke a lot of weed so i'm not trying to get wrinkles because smoking does give you wrinkles so. Ooh. Ooh. and you don't plan on quitting anytime soon huh? no i don't <laughs> it's good for my mental health and it's just there's a lot of benefits and I still feel like we kind of live in a world where like that stigma about weed is still there and I'm like I'm gonna smoke until the stigma is not there honestly I don't feel like there's anything wrong with smoking weed at all no like I still have like customers who would like complain their employee like oh he smokes weed like he's lazy and stuff like that and I'm like no he's probably just lazy himself like it's not the weed it's just him like it's bringing out the, the it, actual true self exactly so it's like, I think a lot of people also still have their judgment. Like you still see, an old, like the older generation will be like, "Oh, I ate an edible and then like tripped really hard, but at least I tried weed." And like, that's the nice thing to see. But like, I still have family who thinks weed is like the worst thing ever. Like my grandpa used to be a DEA agent, so mm. we don't have a lot of agreements based yeah. on the fact mm. that I'm a huge advocate for weed and psychedelics. So he doesn't care. He doesn't care that you strip and do OnlyFans, but we. Well, we that don't. that's not the conversation that's usually brought up. So. Oh, so he doesn't. Yeah, so he doesn't know. So pretty much everyone in my family knows and just doesn't really talk about it. But my grandpa doesn't live here, so it's not something that's brought up. And I have all my family blocked from my social media, so. 
Wow, and telling your uh, your family, the ones that, that you told, or is that the ones that, that, that know? Yeah. How was it? My oldest sister was a stripper, so that kind of broke the ice for me a little bit. And with my mom, like, she was really supportive of me starting to dance and, like, just knowing that, like, I was not happy having, like, a nine-to-five and trying to, like, figure all of that out. And then also having my daughter, I just wanted, like, financial stability right then and there. So she was supportive of that and, like, watching my daughter when I danced and stuff. And... I didn't actually tell the rest of my family until this Christmas. I just gave everyone like $50 and $1 bills in an envelope and just kind of handed it out amongst like my dad and my grandma and the rest of my family and that's how they found out. Mm -hmm. Did you have your OnlyFans account? No, I wish. (laughs) I thought about it, but I think it would uh, just scare them a little bit. My grandma doesn't know what OnlyFans is, so I don't think she would understand. I think if I tried to explain it to her, she would just be upset. Oh. I told my grandma I had a sugar daddy, and she was like, you're taking advantage of that old man. <laughs> he probably doesn't mind. I was, like, no, he, I was like, he Six liked it. fucking months? Damn. So, I, I don't know if I'd be able to do that at all. That It's tiring. Like, it's very, very tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, I did start to notice towards the end, I was like, mentally, I'm tired. Like, I don't have the patience to deal with everyone like I used to just because... A lot of my energy is trying to deal with someone and like so someone used to like drink a lot and like do drugs so it's kind of like also taking care of them while they're drinking and doing drugs and then like talk to them for a couple of days and i'm like did you die like wow how did you <coughs> boyfriend meet um i saw him so my best friend was in his best friend's music video and then she was showing me um, that guy's other music videos and stuff. And I saw my boyfriend and I was like, oh, he's cute. I want to know who that is. So my best friend found his Instagram. And then I followed him and that's how we met. And then he started messaging me after that. And I told him mm. to that to this day that I followed him. But he's the one who slid in my DMs. <laughs> Two years later? Yeah. Oh, so now he's the stepdad to my kid. And we have pets together and we live together. And it's weird to see what two years like changes into. <laughs> wow, is is this your longest relationship? Or uh, no, been... I've been in like longer relationships longer. and stuff. What's the longest you've been? Longest relationship? Three years. Three years. Oh, yeah. so like not not that oh. long. I'm in like right. common law married, right? <laughs> like that. But... <laughs> uh, so oh, I think three years, but this is it was three years on and off. This is my first relationship where it hasn't gotten toxic and we're like oh let's break up for a day and then get back together so this is the one that's been two years from the very like beginning so it's good it's a little different it is a little different it seems more healthier it's very different having like a healthy relationship versus Mm -hmm. a toxic one especially that first healthy relationship you have after because it's like trying to unlearn like your toxic habits from the beginning and like actually recognize like where you fuck up. I heard that some people they they they're so used to like the toxic behaviors that once they get into a healthy relationship they like start doing certain things that uh, it's like your brain like your brain starts craving yeah like the like unknown and like Let's the fighting exactly because it's like usually you have some kind of pattern of like mm-hmm. fighting and then like affection after and your brain just starts like wanting what's known to it so it's like you have to actually fight against it and be like 
you know, I'm going to be healthy and not lash out at my person and, like, could keep repeating that cycle of, like, being toxic and fighting and having unhealthy relationships. Especially having a kid now, do you feel like she's she's your main motivation? Like she's yeah, you... 100%. So usually, like, I tell people, like, everything I do, even dancing, is, like, for her. Because, like, so she can have, like, a nice life, like... I want to be able to buy a house so, like, she can have my house when I, like, die. So, like, she has something or, like, be able to have a business so, like, she can take that over and, like, have money if she wants to go to college. Like, I can afford to send her to college. Like, I want to be able to actually, like, fund her life, I guess. Respect. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's good having, like, a, like a main motivation. Exactly. And especially having a daughter, because it's, like, in this day and age, I'm like, I want you to know that you are, like, you matter still. What are some things, well, she, she's for it. Yeah. What are some things, I mean, I, I was going to say, what are some things you're teaching me to, like, become, like, a better, better... We're working on manners, essentially. Manners yeah. and sharing. So, that's the only thing. I'm definitely more of, like, a chill parent to mm. where, like, I'm not, like, you can not watch whatever but like we're gonna listen to like the music i like and like i'm gonna cuss around my kid and like things like that and like be myself still around my kid but i feel like that's created like a nice relationship because like she's hilarious she has the best personality and like we get along really well she's really independent she'll just sit in her room for like hours and play barbies and create like some crazy storyline where there's a lot of yelling but seems to be resolution at the end so (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't she's autistic and doesn't she's like 75% verbal so like mm. understanding her is kind of like confusing at times so you'll just hear her like start telling this crazy story that you only ever seen half of and like yelling a part of her little story and then she's like oh I'm sorry and like everything's good with her Barbies it's really interesting to listen to <laughs> bravo that's yeah. um it's good that you, you got a, a girl. Yeah. I feel like boys are a little more, more to handle. That's what I've heard, mm. is like having boys are a lot more to handle. And like my daughter has been like my mini since she was born, like pretty chill. And like we get along pretty well hey. and like do the same kind of thing. So I've never mm. had too much of a problem besides Dude. just like her having an attitude. Mm. Like, Did I ask you like what if, um, if she decided to become a yeah. it did? Yeah. Okay. Wow. And what was your answer? Was it just that I wanted to like see the pros and cons of it and mm. not just think it's like, oh, I'm going to get pretty, I'm going to be pretty and like have people give me money. Like mm. there's actually like bad things about it. Like there's bad experiences and there's times I've gone home like crying because like I had to pay a $20 house fee and didn't even make like $10 because there was no one in the club that night. Have you ever gone into porn? I haven't. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it's still that one's out. That's out there forever, forever. So that's the only thing. I don't know about forever. For, it might be. I don't know. I, I feel like know. there's a difference. I think between having yourself on like Pornhub versus yeah. OnlyFans, but I've also heard you're just not like you don't have you don't own the stuff you make. So like you don't have the legal rights to like sell it or like tell someone, hey, take that down. So you're only paid like a one-time fee, you film it, and then they distribute it and own and all of the rights and everything. And There was this uh, OnlyFans girl called Kazumi. She's like 
0.1%, like out of the 1%, and she actually doesn't do porn because of that. It's like, she I doesn't know. really own the rights to it, so yeah. why? Yeah, that's what I heard. There was a thing with uh, Mia Khalifa. That mm. was a big thing, because like, she did a bunch of porn, and yeah. like, didn't get paid that well. Like It's all still out there. She's trying to move on with her life, but like they own all the rights to everything. So that's the only thing, like with like creating content and stuff, I really wanted to make sure everything I do, like I own the rights that I can like tell someone like, hey, I don't want that here or whatever. Doing doing OnlyFans, obviously like setting up the cameras, the lighting mm -hmm. and everything. Do obviously like I believe you said you want it perfect. Yeah. Like so I'm gonna like clean my whole room before, oh, like make my bed, like go find something for my dog to do so she's not in the background mm. like wow i mean i've, I've shot at OnlyFans, but this it, it was fucking awful yeah. like there was terrible lighting first of all <laughs> we had like um it, the room was super dark and we're like and that's the thing that you got people don't realize like oh you have to make that good quality like yeah. lights in and stuff yeah, and like lights. and the camera okay so we didn't even have a stand we were just like trying to like hold it and everything and it just You can't hold that for your hands are shaking and stuff. You gotta at least like put yes. it against like something like something. candle or something. Like props props to the porn stars out there or the only fan of girls cause <laughs> bro. Like, I gotta sit there and like pick out my outfit, like do my Trash, hair, man. like actually yeah. get ready. Cause like a lot like I won't make content if I don't like I guess mm -hmm. look ready because I'm like I don't feel like I'm ready. Like I don't feel like myself, so I'm not gonna make good content or like do good stuff because like I don't feel like myself. <laughs> do you feel like you have to be in a certain type of mindset to even get into that or are you just like okay let's, let's say this was your full-time gig only because was your full-time shit and basically you're making content like all, not almost every day like every once in a while mm -hmm. and actually never mind I take that back <laughs> Cause I'm like, hold up, <laughs> hold up, pause, Let's rewind. What? Let's just switch topics. What type of music do you listen to? Hip hop, right? A lot of hip hop. A lot of hip hop. A lot of hip hop. Hey. So I like early two thousands. Like hip hop kind of rap throwbacks have been my favorite for a long time. So any club I've worked at that has like a playlist made for me is usually full of throwbacks. If you were to make your own playlist. I think it'd be interesting because I don't know why they don't do that at that uh, strip club. Well, like, I, wouldn't that be? So I used to work at Expose, and mm. they, um, the bouncer at that time, didn't really like. He was the bouncer and the DJ, and I basically just like made a playlist for the club and gave it to him. And I found out when I went back to working at Expose a couple months ago, they're still using my playlist. So I actually technically still have my music playing in there, which is cool. <laughs> So, and sometimes the bouncer will still announce it, he'll like put me on stage, he's like, you got the playlist going by yours truly, so. Why'd you leave? Um, it's in Beaverton, I live in the Pearl now, and it's like, I go there at like 11 o'clock at night, because it doesn't get busy until then, and then I'm dealing with a lot of drunk people until 2.30, and so. Do you visit other clubs to, to learn, or to like... Let's say you wanted to like, go to a certain strip club to be like, huh, I want to learn how like, she does a certain move. I mean, you could look up I've on done, YouTube. I've done that before, yeah. yeah. I'll go to clubs to like, kind of see how they are before like, I'll audition or 
like I've gone to clubs to go visit friends and stuff or even just like oh I've never been to this club I've never worked here I don't even know anyone that works here let me just see what this place is like what what do you look for when trying to find a club um, I'm looking at like the management and seeing how they're like treating me if their like audition process is like are they just gonna look at my ID and make sure I'm over 21 and that's it or are they gonna like have me fill out paperwork like saying that I'm not gonna do this and they're not gonna do this and kind of stuff like that I'm like looking at the dressing room to like see if it's actually like clean and organized and like how big it is and how the girls are interacting with each other how many customers are in there like when I'm auditioning sometimes places can be busy at like four o'clock and then die down for like four hours and then not have a per a single person in there for like four hours and then be super busy is the place you were working at it's probably really busy huh it gets busy after like probably 10 i'd say is what i've noticed but like august and september seem to be really really busy so is that, that when you made your most that's yeah that that's is? pretty much when i've done my best is like august <laughs> and september so it's crazy too because our like better months in portland are supposed to be like april like summer months and it just seems like this year that's not the thing at all like it was definitely weird this year when people are out it's fucking hot as shit it's outside. hot as hell shit. there are sometimes though i don't have ac at home so i'm just going to work because they have ac <laughs> So that's a big oh, yeah. motivator to get me Wait, to work. Your kid? She so I have an AC like window fan in her room. So like her room is cold as fuck. I'm oh. suffering in my room. Oh. Like me and my boyfriend are suffering, but she's cold as fuck. So usually I try and like if I have to, like if I have a heater, she's gonna use the heater, and I'm just gonna mm -hmm. use extra blankets. Like so I'm hoping I can get actually like a central like AC more set up in my apartment. Since Deathly freaking hot. That's a smart idea. I live in one of those old buildings downtown, so it's they suck. I mean, the rent's probably good there. I do have good friends. See, I will say that uh, I am very, God. very blessed for the rent I pay because it's mm -hmm. expensive as fuck to live in Portland, and I only pay like eleven hundred bucks. Split like two people. Yeah. So it's really. I mean, I used to get my car broken into a lot, but not anymore. So. But, I mean, the rent's cheap, but... Yeah, my <laughs> first dance bag was stolen out of my car when I first moved there, mm -hmm. and they stole, like, my stripper heels and my underwear, and I was like, if I see anyone in the pearl wearing six-inch pleasers, it's on site. <laughs> I am not doing this. <laughs> Have you ever fought someone? Uh, when I was younger. Were you younger? But wow. not... I Probably not since I turned 18. I think I've grown out of it. And I think also, like... I'm usually taller than most of the girls mm, I'm around, so and I'm only 5'7", so I feel like I'm intimidating, and then mm. I'm also, like, I just feel like I could, you know, beat someone up, so I don't want to, you know? Mm. I don't want to have that guilt in my, like, conscience. Hell yeah, honestly, do the stripper you work at is super chill. You're, you have a kid that's mm -hmm. four. Mm-hmm. It'll be four in November. Four in November. Mm -hmm. And you've been with your boyfriend two years. Mm-hmm. Club you work at Casa Diablo. Casa Diablo. Ooh, I've heard of that. Yeah, we have actually. the two dollar bills. Oh. Hell yeah, that's cool. Casa Diablo. I've heard of that shit. And
And your cat, your pets. Yes, I have a dog and a cat. I used to work in an animal shelter, so I love animals. And this is actually... No wonder he's comfortable around you. Yeah, he's Super chill around you. He's cute. Yeah, so usually I have like a lot of animals. This is the like least amount of animals I've had. Like when my daughter was born where I lived, I lived with my mom and we had five dogs all together. And now I just have one. Wow. Yeah, honestly, what what is your Instagram, social media? Everything or... is Dirty Mermaid with three Ds at the end. Dirty Mermaid with three Ds at the end. And your OnlyFans and everything is... Dirty Mermaid with three Ds at the end. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. This is Cool Vibes. We're out. Peace. Hey.